coming up in today's episode. On Instagram, I said, now the spooky season is upon us. If you own an older home, do you guys have any spooky encounters that have happened at home? I'm curious. I want to talk about it on the podcast. That's some stories. Okay, wait, 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 wait. I was restoring the windows and I had removed some of them and I was outside of the house and the Christmas music kept stopping. I think my gut reaction or like my my feeling, whatever I was feeling in the moment, like whatever energy I, I, I was feeling, I did it again and I looked at my phone and I, and I looked up at the house and I was like, okay, we're gonna have a problem if you don't like Christmas. I don't like dolls. You know, with I like all of that type of stuff like really freaks me out. So having the Furby and it turning on in the middle of the night and opening its eyes was a no-go for me. See, that's actually the freakiest one that I've, I've read. That that freaks me out a lot. Like dolls or anything. Ooh, uh. See, now I won't sleep at night. You guys, it is officially spooky season. It it's it's here it's it's here it's almost halloween everyone's decorating or decorated for a while the houses i really hope that we have trick-or-treaters because we've always lived in apartments or in an area that doesn't get any trick-or-treaters and now we live in more like a suburban area where there's lots of kids i'm really excited so we have a 13 foot jack from Nightmare Before Christmas. <laughs> and we're gonna be doing some more stuff. Like uh, when I'm filming this, we still have a little bit of time before it really kicks into full swing, but we are going to go big. Hoping, fingers crossed, that we actually have trick-or-treaters. But I wanna do like a whole graveyard, kind of like in our front, like patch of grass, you know, that we have in the front yard. I want to kind of like make a little pathway that the trick-or-treaters will have to walk and I want like smoke and mist and things. And I want to like project something on the white part of our house that you can see from the street. And the jack obviously will peer over our hedges and stuff. I'm really excited. We've never gotten to decorate for Halloween. Romeo and I are big like holiday enthusiasts. We love to decorate. We we just love it all. So this is a very exciting time of year for us, um, as probably for most of you guys. And it got me thinking, you know, it's spooky season. And we also love old houses. <laughs> we love to live in old houses that have had lots of owners before or where maybe things have happened. And... I also like to shop secondhand where I get asked a lot if anything that I've bought feels haunted or just different, you know? So if you like spooky things and you like kind of to talk about some haunted or horror stories, welcome. We're going to do it today. I'm going to tell you some stories that I have. I don't have anything too crazy, but I also asked you guys on Instagram if you had any crazy ideas. So we're going to get into all of it. I'm actually really excited. <laughs> but also proceed with caution because I don't know if after this episode, we're going to be able to sleep because we're probably going to be so freaked out from this episode <laughs> that I'm not going to be able to sleep. We're just going to think good thoughts. These are just stories and we're going to sleep well. Let's just make a promise to each other now. So I don't have many stories from childhood. 
you know, because I feel like a lot of like, you know, like spooky stories, you know, like when you're kids, I don't have a lot of stories. I, I don't actually have any stories from when I was young. Um, my grandparents built their house and they've been the only owners. So nothing strange ever happened there. My mom has always built, I guess I should have asked her if she had any stories like growing up, but my mom's always built new homes. You know, where we've lived has always been new for the most part. So never really experienced anything crazy. So it wasn't until I was older and in college where I was living, I finally experienced something. Now I'm, a, I believe because I can't say it's not true kind of thing. I'm a very big believer in energy. So good energy, bad energy. I'm very like, I can feel someone even like a I'm not talking about ghosts or anything, but I'm feeling like, you know, like a, a person that I meet, I'm, a, I'm big on energy, you know, like in the exchange of it. So naturally that kind of crosses over into the, that realm, you know? Uh, so I'm big on feeling too. Like I can like feel the energy in a room if something's going on kind of thing. I also believe in ghosts because I can't say that they're not real, you know? So it's, it's a lot of, it's a, it's a lot of things. So I was in college, uh, and we, Romeo and I were already together. We had been together probably about two, two to three years, no, two years at that point. And I was going back for my second degree at FITM. I was going back for my business degree and we, I, it was a really hard time to get jobs at that point. And, um, I remember we were trying to figure out, um, where we, I needed to move out of my current apartment. Um, that I never had any weird experiences at. We needed to move out of that apartment and into something more affordable because we were having a lot of problems like finding jobs at that time. It was like that 2008 downturn of the economy. So it was really hard to get um, jobs in fashion or anywhere. So we were both really working waiter and waitresses jobs. I was you know, doing lots of different things. I was still interning and we were trying to scale back and um, figure out how we could get a new apartment and save some money. So we actually decided to move in with Romeo's sister and we were living in an apartment complex. And I don't think that the, you know, lots of things in LA are kind of torn down and then built on. So it, there could have been something happened that happened in the last place that was there or on that land that now a new building has gone up and the energy is still there. Like something that's happening is still there. Who knows really? Um, I don't know if it was particularly that, but something that Romeo's sister has always really, and she's actually been told, you know, like the term like medium, you know, kind of in between the two, um, worlds and planes and things. She's actually been told by quite a few people that she can tap into that, like that she is very much that person. And she'll be the first person to admit that she has been visited by lots of things. <laughs> um, so when we moved in together, I didn't quite know that we would start to experience kind of the same unusual encounters, so to speak. So we were living in a new apartment building. It was really, it was a, it was pretty much brand new. And actually no one had lived in that apartment before us, that, that particular unit. So it was a really brand new building. Uh, Romeo's sister had actually moved in before us because we were finishing out our lease and then we moved in. And 
she f- has always felt like things kind of like follow her from place to place because she's always had like some odd encounters. And there's a lot of things that she has told us about that has happened to her, but just specifically things that have happened in that apartment even when she wasn't there. So we lived there together for about a year and then she moved for a little bit and then came back. It was kind of like, you know, we were just trying to figure out the living situation. So while she wasn't there, I still had things happen. So we had a two bedroom, two bath apartment and it was in like a part of the building that didn't get us a lot of sunlight, really none at all. So it felt really dark in there a lot. And there was like, you walked in the front door and there was an immediate bathroom and then it was tied to that bedroom on the right side of the apartment. And I remember um, just going into that bathroom on several occasions and opening the door and it being so cold in there that I could see my breath. Like, you know, when you breathe out, when you're like in the snow or something, you're in really cold weather, when you breathe out, you can see your your breath in that bathroom only. Dead of summer. Air can, you, you know, you could think like, okay, it's maybe because the air conditioner vent in there is like stronger or something. No, no air conditioner was on kind of thing. Now I've of course debunked it to be like, oh, our AC is hooked up to somebody else's and somebody's has their AC on and kind of thing. But on several occasions that had happened. Another instance had happened while we were all living together in that apartment and we were sitting in the living room and she had a clock over the dining room table and I don't know why this clock didn't have any batteries in it or maybe the batteries died and it got taken out or whatever but it was like purely decorative at this point it didn't work and we're like watching a movie or something and all of a sudden this clock with no batteries starts ticking (laughs) that was weird that the clock got thrown away (laughs) so those are, I'm laughing because I'm uncomfortable, um, but those are some of the instances that happened. Those were the, my really first encounters with anything paranormal or anything like ghostly related had happened to me. Now, I am the first person to be like skeptical and like kind of debunk it to make myself feel more comfortable going to sleep at night, of course, but those were definitely odd situations. So now, you know, like fast forward to us purchasing the cottage. So we own a cottage in in Texas that I've been renovating um, and we bought in early 2021. We closed on the house and I immediately started renovations. So the house went through a long period where it was really exposed to the elements and I was kind of like demoing and taking, you know, taking out the windows to restore them, saving materials, pulling them down and things. And I remember this very vividly. And it's only happened once and it was probably just a weird fluke with my phone. But I was restoring the windows and I had removed some of them and I was outside of the house. I wasn't inside, but I was right outside of the house. And it was about almost November, I think. And usually it gets to like November 1st, November 1st hits and I'm already like playing Christmas music because I just, I just love the holidays. I love Christmas. Um, And I, I was playing Christmas music while I was renovating these windows And I was on my, like, what is it? Like, um, my Spotify app and the Christmas music kept stopping, stopping, like full on pausing itself. And 
that could be lots of different things. That could be the app glitching. That could be like lots of things. It happened once and I was like, what, what happened to my music? You know, when I turned it back on, obviously thinking nothing of it, it happened again. And I was like, what is wrong with my phone? Like, why does it keep doing this? You know what I mean? And so I turned it back on and five minutes goes by and it did it again. And I think my gut reaction or like my, my feeling, whatever I was feeling in the moment, like whatever energy I, I, I was feeling, I it did it again. And I looked at my phone and I, and I looked up at the house and I was like, okay, we're going to have a problem if you don't like Christmas. Because obviously our house was built in 1910. It is a, over a hundred years old. It's a hundred and what, almost 13 now. So <laughs> I was like, we're going to have a problem if you don't like Christmas music because I love it and you're going to love it too. And I know it. And I'm like talking out loud to the house like a weirdo, you know, I tried it one more time. I just hit the play button again and it didn't happen again. <laughs> so take that for what you will. Who knows? It was probably just a fluke. I think the skeptics in the world are going to definitely say it was just something weird that was happening with my phone. The believers out there are going to be like, totally, whoever lived in your house before. Now, the owners, the previous owners of my house did pass. Uh, they did not pass in the house, but they was it was also owned by someone else before then that I don't know about in like the 1920s or 30s is when they sold it. So I don't know what had happened before then, but... I think like going into bu buying the cottage, I always go off of energy and like, you know, even walking in, you can feel if you're, if you're a person that really feels energy, you can feel the energy of a space, of a person, of a thing. And when I walked in, I had good energy. I ha I felt good. I felt welcome. I felt happy. And that went a long way with deciding that we were going to buy that house. That was the only time that I even remotely think that anything paranormal was happening. Um, I, I haven't had any other experiences there. I have obviously stayed there for a year, for two and a half years, renovating it. I've slept there. I've, I've lived in it, you know, and nothing like that has, has ever happened again. Now we live in a home that was built in the 1930s. So she also has been around for a long time. She's had much more owners than our cottage has. Um, I believe if I'm remembering from like the the sales, sales, like kind of like the reporting and things. I think I'm number five. I think I'm the fifth owner. And so who knows what had happened here? We haven't had anything happen here. Um, I instantly, when I toured this, this home felt super good energy and nothing odd has happened. Um, but obviously I pick a good one. I did tour some homes that didn't feel that great some because I gravitate towards old homes so lots of previous owners lots lots of things that could have happened along the way and actually a question that I get asked a lot is about the things that I buy secondhand and the old things that I really like to buy you know old art framed art and just old vessels and pieces and things that have been around for a really long time and you guys, I never thought about it before, you know, having potentially having some kind of bad energy or haunted energy or, you know, just energy in general. Um, but I think then when I started to get asked that, I was like, you know what? I actually have liked pieces and put them back 
because I'm like, oh, I really like that. I really want to buy it. But something in me is telling me not to. Like I have a weird vibe from it. I have a weird energy from it. So I do go big off of energy when I purchase things. <laughs> and if it just feels bad, I don't do it. Like my mom had mentioned, I think one of on the podcast of the earlier podcast episodes that we did, she was like, yeah, I had really bad energy from one particular piece. Um, and you could just feel it. Like you just, I, I'm a really big believer and you can just, you can just feel it to really go off of, off of energy. So those are my only stories, but I knew you guys would have tons of stories. And if you don't follow me on Instagram, I'm at XO McKenna. So you guys can participate in all of these things. You can DM me with your stories after this, if you'd like to. So I want to see what you guys said. Like, it's just too fun. On Instagram, I said, now the spooky season is upon us. If you own an older home, do you guys have any spooky encounters that have happened at home? I'm curious. I'm going to talk about it on the podcast. Let's see. Let's scroll. Let's see how many first. Oh, you you guys, if, you, if you're watching the YouTube video right now, I will show you how many, if you can see, how many responses. That's some stories. Okay, wait, 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 wait. Let's scroll to the bottom. Okay, KGN2012 says, at my old house, the basement door would open by itself a lot. It scared me half to death once. That's kind of creepy. Yeah, basement doors opening is not um, <laughs> not something you want to happen. I'd put so many locks on those doors, uh, on that door so quickly, especially a basement. I'm actually so glad we don't have a basement here or at the cottage because that would totally freak me out. This one I read right before starting to film this and she said, uh, we bought our 1950s house two years ago. We decided to paint before moving while painting dot, dot, dot. And I was like, I'm dying to know. <laughs> like, I'm, I have to know what happened while you're painting. So she, I DM'd her, let's see. Okay, a day is Beth said, oh, she's like, I, I was like, no, I can't finish. While painting, I just felt watched, like something was staring intensely. Even when switching rooms, I felt followed and watched. It came to a point where I was worried about moving in. Oh, she was painting before moving moving in. One of the days when my husband stepped out to run errands, I heard footsteps. Since the house was empty, you could hear the echo. I was done. I stepped outside, my heart pounding, trying to make, I'm have chills. Trying to make sense of what I heard, I came back inside after a while and just said, okay, I'm sure you're worried about your house, but I promise to love it and care for it. Now you're freaking me out. So I asked that if you want to check up on the house, you do it when I'm not here. And she goes, and I swear ever since I stopped having that feeling of being watched from time to time, I feel it. And I just say, we have a deal, don't we? Ah, we got to have to respond. That was, I don't even know what I would do. Like if I just like felt that constant, uh, constant state of being like watched, like kind of like looking over your shoulder. I feel like you know when you're being watched. Cause I know when Kinsley's staring at me, you know, my dog Kinsley, like I know, like uh, you, it's kind of like a feeling like you're just like, what is that? Okay. So Taylor Weisman, Weisman said, uh, when we first, oh, when her mom, when her mom first moved into her home. Uh, she lost one of her favorite jackets. She wrote a reminder on a sticky note to look for the jacket and that disappeared as well. One day she went to take the recycles out and found her jacket neatly folded in the recycle bin with a note she had written to look for it stuck on top of it. 
so weird. Another time I was visiting home from college and we were both asleep in our rooms. I was suddenly awoken by a loud crash and the hallway lights flipped on. Neither my mom nor I turned them on and we never figured out what that noise was. So many other weird things have happened here as well. Holy cow. I don't even know what I would do if like things just went missing and then I found them neatly folded somewhere. That's weird. <laughs> That's, I don't, I don't even know. I don't know what I would do if I just like went to the recycle bin and then it's just folded there with the post-it or the reminder. I don't know if I could live there anymore. That's a thing. It's like when I look for houses and I look for things like, I've, I feel that good energy. So like I've never experienced those types of things myself, but I definitely moved out of that apartment and did not live with Romeo's sister anymore because of those reasons. So like there's something, I, I, don't, I don't know how they do it. Jennifer Riley Cannon says, uh, we had an old farmhouse that was built in 1892. God, how many years? That's 141 years, if I did that math right. After waking up in the middle of the night, I opened the bedroom door and at the back staircase, oh my God, there was a figure of an old woman in a white gown. It was Hannah, my husband's great grandmother. The figure looked just like her. She died at the home in 1927. She was a friendly ghost. Thank goodness. Oh, that's actually really nice. <laughs> it's like, that's okay. That's so cool. Yeah, at least it's a friendly, like, relative imagine and a friendly and nice relative imagine imagine a not so nice relative passes in the house and then you live there that's not that's not good okay patry says i own a 1950s home it had only one owner and he passed away we bought it right after the first year we lived in it there were weird things happening glasses breaking inside the cupboard what things falling and when we were in the basement see basements are hard no for me I don't uh, but that's the thing I haven't ever lived in an area where there's been a basement you know I've always I was born in southwest Louisiana where it you know we have lots of hurricanes it floods we don't have basements there Texas basements aren't super common either I think kind of for the same reason California I think because of earthquakes and things that hasn't been here so I've never personally had a basement growing up they just sound freak nothing good comes from a basement and when we were in the basement we could hear footsteps on the main floor <gasps> many friends and family witnessed this also our dog would not go downstairs to the basement after one year it all suddenly stopped what? And our dog started happily going downstairs too. We always say the old man stayed around for a bit to see if we were taking care of his home and he left when he saw it was in good hands. Oh, that's so sweet. That's a good ending. Okay, Julia C. Kios. I'm sorry if I'm spelling that wrong. Uh, not an old home, but I, f I, what? Wait, she found an item that freaked me out and is the reason I don't, oh, she got a weird, she got a bad item thrifting. Okay, so not an old home, but I f a found item that freaked me out and is the reason I don't do mindless thrifting because things can have energy attached, like we were talking about. I found a small minions toy that was dressed like a tiny British guard. That's it really cute super cute uh it would even laugh and say banana when you shook it took it home and left it on my shelf 
Within, in the middle of the night, this is not going well, in the middle of the night, it started laughing continuously by itself, not saying banana, just laughing. I freaked out, opened the window and threw it from <laughs> from the eighth floor apartment building. Never saw it again and I don't trust old stuff. See, that's probably why I get asked if I've ever had weird experiences with secondhand things that I've bought because I personally haven't, but maybe I I read those that I read that energy really early. That's not acceptable. That's not okay. <laughs> I don't like that at all. That kind of reminds me, if you guys are anywhere near my age, did you guys ever have a a Furby? Like, I almost said Furbo because of Kinsley's dog camera, but a Furby, you know, the furry things that were like mechanical that would open its eyes and say things. Those things freaked me out. I feel like I did have a weird experience as a child with that when it would turn on in the middle of the night. That, I definitely got rid of that. I also have a big fear, one of my fears is actually things that aren't human that have eyes. So like growing up, I never really wanted to go to Disneyland because I didn't like the things that walked around, like the the characters that walked around in like the costumes. Um, it, as a little girl, I was super freaked out by it. And then as like, I don't like dolls, you know, with eye, like all of that type of stuff, like really freaks me out. So having the Furby and it turning on in the middle of the night and opening its eyes was a no-go for me. See, that's actually the freakiest one that I've, I've read. That that freaks me out a lot. Like dolls or anything. Ooh, ah. Uh. See, now I won't sleep at night. Okay, Abby Smith says, maybe a little spooky, but also a little sweet. It's not a crazy story, so don't expect too much. This might be a little bit long. My husband and I bought this house his grandparents built and lived in from the 1950s. His grandmother was still alive for a while, but moved out because she couldn't live on her own. But grandpa passed away about 10 years before her. They were obviously smitten with each other, so she just missed him every day and was ready for the day she'd see her husband again. The day we moved in, our dog was terrified to walk into the house. See, that's scares me if Kinsley notices something that's freaky it was the end of November and he refused to come inside which is so unlike him because he hates the cold weather when we brought him inside he would just shake and be so skittish and we had no idea why the house itself is is dated but not scary so we joked that he was seeing grandpa but maybe he was it took a few weeks for him to finally get comfortable with the house but we would but we would find that he would stare at the walls and growl and bark throughout the day, which is very unlike him. That's, yeah, I feel like animals and like dogs and cats specifically, like you can, cats specifically, you can really sense something when they, if they're staring at something and staring at the walls or, or doing something weird like that, like I feel like something's among us kind of thing. Okay. Jessica Jim said once I had my brother's TV in my room and I looked at the reflection from the TV and someone was crouching beside it. But when I looked, no one was there. I quickly put a sheet on the TV <laughs> for sure. No, mm -mm. see like that, like reflections and things or shadows, you know, like that's, that's super freaky. Wait, what? Okay. Um, Isole91 says, my brother told a hanged man ghost to move because he was in the way. He was three or four 
And my stepmom, my brother's mom, saw the man too, and my brother described him perfectly. That's chilling, actually. That's really chilling. I hope you guys are going to be able to sleep tonight because I'm borderline not going to make it. Um, <laughs> DIY Angel Nicole says, yes, I have a hundred-year-old colonial and we have a lady, man, and child ghosts. We love them. <laughs> At least they're nice. Like that's, I hope they're nice. If you just love them, that's, that's really good. Oh my gosh. Brandy says growing up, we would always hear, hear keys jingling in the door. Like someone was home and had dream. I had dreams of a skeleton like figure. Well, when I grew up, I bought the home and my kids talked about jingling keys in the door. And I had the same dream about the same skeleton figure. Oh, that's wild. I wonder what tie that has like skeleton figure and like jingling keys. You know what I mean? Bella said, I saw a woman in old vintage clothing at the top of my basement stairs when I was down there. So freaky. Maddie Cooper said, in my old house, I was still living with my mom. One night she heard a woman crying on the steps outside, but no one was there. And we heard her a lot. She goes, I have other stories. I wonder if they still live there. That's absolutely wild. Taryn says, lots of doors opening and closing on their own. Thankfully figured out it was just the HVAC. <laughs> See, when there is a reason for it, you know, you can... I would always go the route of like debunking it, you know, kind of thing, like trying to figure out, okay, is, what's going on? Is there something like really happening before like jumping to like, oh my gosh, my house is haunted kind of thing. Um, so luckily she figured out that it was, you know, HVAC and um, not not anything else, but that's, that's funny. <laughs> Neeks010 says, my house was built in 1910 and have, I've had zero encounters. So disappointing. <laughs> it's like some people, and I know like this episode, like I feel like you're still here if you really enjoy to hear spooky stuff. I know it's not for everybody. I mean, I like, I like scary movies and like spooky stories and stuff. So this is really fascinating and so much fun for me. So like someone like her buying an old house being like, yeah, I'm gonna have like, things happen and then nothing happens you have a super neutral house and like totally normal that's gotta be maybe a little disappointing i'd be a little bit happy but you know still Ooh, marilee hope says attic door in one of the bedrooms first of all why is there an attic door in one of your bedrooms that was a big thing for me growing up too that i did not want to have like little doors like that like attic doors because sometimes when you're on like a second floor your attic can be accessed like at at walking level like at, at floor level instead of it being up you know high above your head and for some reason my mom mom why'd you do this but she would always put that little access door in my closet that's scary mom like don't do that like I would be very cautious of where I put attic access and it not be in my kid's bedroom because that's super freaky. So Mara says attic door in one of the bedrooms, it kept opening in the night. See, that's freaky. Finally, one night my mom sat up and said, I don't mind you're here, but please stop opening the door while I'm sleeping. Thank you. The door never opened again in the night. See, it's like that when I told my phone or I told the house that it had to be okay with Christmas music because we were going to have a big problem. They just had to accept it. And then it didn't go off again. 
it kind of makes me feel like it really was, you know, like the previous owners being like, stop that Christmas music, you know? It's freaky. Samantha said, I grew up in a house built in 1913 and my mom said our toys would turn on randomly at night. Mm-mm. RKVG143 says, oh my gosh, yes, I have so many to talk about from seeing actual things to weird noises and objects. Oh my gosh, these, these people have stories. Oh my gosh, Miss Gomez for Life said, not personally, but my mom has stories. It went from deodorants being kicked to the wall to footsteps. What would you do? What would you do? You're, you're in your bathroom getting ready for the day and all of a sudden your deodorant slams against the wall. Like got, I guess got kicked against the wall. That's absolutely wild. I don't even know what I would do. Oh my gosh, Frankie's Home Goods said, had a friend in New Zealand that moved into an old colonial villa and was woken up by the girl whose bedroom that used to be in the late 1800s. Her name was Sarah and they had a whole conversation in the middle of the night. What would you do? Would you like have a conversation? Like, would you like try and talk to it? Like sometimes Romeo dreams at night and he like talks out loud and I'll talk to him to get him to say more. I feel like I would be the same way with a ghost. Like I feel like I would try it and, and talk to it, but I would still be freaked out. Like, how do you have a conversation just like normally? Mo Jojo Joe Mills said, a woman in a long gray skirt descending the last few steps of our staircase and a little boy. He was holding her hand and jumps the last two steps. Very benign, not scary or sad. More like the house reliving a treasured memory. Oh, that's so sweet. See, those wouldn't freak me out too much. Jasmine by Novosky says, Lauren Warren came to my house after realizing the past owners played with dark magic. My vanity mirror turned at night. Oh, see, no. Oh my God, can you imagine? Candles were thrown off the bookshelf and I remember some someone tugging on my shirt. I was alone. I didn't believe any of this. I still don't because it's creepy. But honestly, after meeting Lauren, she was really insightful of what I couldn't see. That's <gasps> super freaky. Oh, what is this? Jen says, I've always lived in the house my dad grew up in. He knocked down and rebuilt on the land when he was in his 30s. Now he's in his late 60s. My whole life, I've always seen a shadow pass by our kitchen window and was anticipated someone coming in the back door. Only until recently, I thought I was the only one that saw it. But both my mom and 17-year-old niece see the shadow on almost a daily basis. I think someone is coming in the back door. The shadow is never frightening. We recently told my dad and his brothers about this and they told us they're an old neighbor who'd cross by the kitchen window daily when we were when they were growing up to come into my grandmother's house and into the kitchen. She died in our neighboring house years and years ago, which our neighbors say is haunted too. So now we think that she's continuing her daily traditions of coming to visit my grandmother who passed away. Oh. Megan Ellen said, basically, I was a live-in nanny in an old 1800s home in an historic part of New England. I lived in a little suite up a narrow staircase. See, already scary. 
that (laughs) had once been the maid's quarters. I had heard a few stories about weird things happening in the house, specifically in the nursery. Your typical footsteps when no one would should be upstairs, seeing the rocking chair moving out of the corner of your eye when you went into the room, and the toddler often found standing in her bed talking to someone in the corner in the middle of the night. Well, there was something there that apparently took the appearance of the dad because once the neighbors came over claiming to see him pacing in the windows at night, thinking they'd come say hi, they were confused when no one answered the door and he disappeared. They called him and it turned out he wasn't home at all, but at dinner. Weird. But then one night when I was babysitting, it happened to me. I didn't see anything, but the little girl did. She got super excited suddenly and said her dad was home. She ran from the living room and through the kitchen to the front door. I saw their car wasn't there, so I told her no, he wasn't home yet, but he would be soon. She got very frustrated and pointed to something outside the window. Like it should be obvious saying, no, daddy's home. Look, he's walking up the steps now and there was no one there. Needless to say, I took her and ran back to the living room. She stayed up with me until my mom came home to hang out. My mom came to hang out with us until her parents got home. Caroline said, not really an older home, but I moved into my parents' basement apartment, granny flat, after my older brother had moved out. He'd lived there for over 10 years, never had anything weird happen. But a backstory, there is a door in my room that leads to a storage room underneath the stairs. One of the first nights I slept there, in the middle of the night, that door opened. And I'm talking, it opened all the way up. I got freaked out, but stayed calm and cl- and closed it, thinking my mom must have been in there earlier and not shut the door properly. I checked the next day. She hadn't been there in weeks. Some time passed, and it still happens. So now it stays locked. And a few times people forget to lock it. It opens by itself. I've also had locked electrical panels suddenly open without the key in it. Georgia said one night I was laying in bed and someone whispered good night. My nan, mom, and myself all felt someone sitting on the end of our beds at night. Same house. See, that's super freaky. So I definitely feel like I can still sleep tonight. I'm not I'm not too freaked out right this second. So we're going to, but all of us are going to think really good thoughts and <laughs> send positive vibes and positive energy out into the world so that we can actually go to sleep tonight. I'm sure you guys have tons more stories. So if you're listening and you have a, a crazy um, encounter or something has happened in celebration of spooky season, please comment below. We would love to hear the story. I would love to read them. I hope you guys are having fun decorating for Halloween if you're doing it, or you probably already have. By the time this episode is live, we're very close to Halloween. So super excited to find out if we have trick-or-treaters that would like make my year. That would be so exciting. Uh, I don't even know what we're going to be for Halloween. We should probably figure that out. If you guys have figured out what you're going to be for Halloween yet, like already, like comment that too. So maybe it'll give me ideas. I feel like a lot of people are going to be Barbie and Ken. I feel like that's a lot, but I don't want to do that because everyone's going to do it. You know what I mean? Um, but I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I hope you guys are enjoying the podcast. Um, definitely don't forget to subscribe and put the, the bell notification on if you're watching on the YouTube channel. And also if you're listening on the go, make sure that you follow the podcast and leave a review because it really helps the podcast a lot. So if you enjoyed this episode, please do. And I will see you guys very, very soon for another episode. Bye guys. Mm-hmm.